This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. you'll have that knowledge already versus the minute they say one thing that often happens with clinicians. And I've done this early on in the years, not anymore, but before, oh my God, I was totally guilty of this. But like, I remember talking to clients over the phone and it's like, oh yeah, you know, CBT, DBT, a mix of psychodynamic, you know, and I remember them going, um, oh that, okay. Okay. And then you know, they just went on to another, another topic. And it was like, well, hold on, let me go ahead and explain what this is. And they were like, oh my gosh, I didn't know what that meant. I thought I was supposed to know what that meant. And it's like, no, no, no. Hey 
girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy-to-use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Cisneros. Today's topic is one that I get often, especially with the holidays coming up. The busiest time of the year for my group private practice is December. That is our busiest month. And one of the primary reasons why it's our busiest month is because it's the holiday. The holidays are just around the corner and most of you are starting to feel anxious. You feel sad. You're not sure why. You're experiencing trouble sleeping and feeling unmotivated And this hasn't necessarily been the norm. You notice that you're not feeling like yourself and you would prefer to be alone. Dealing with the expectations of the family and friends is just too overwhelming. And you struggle to set healthy boundaries or speak up for yourself. You are tired of compromising yourself, but you don't like confrontation. You know you want a better life, better relationships, and a sense of freedom. So you decided it's time to see a therapist. However, you have no idea where to start or what questions to ask. You're nervous about making the phone call and uncertain of what to expect. Life is filled with several twists and turns, some more severe than others. We do our best to handle them as they come and find ourselves at a loss, not knowing what to do or who to turn to. A therapist can assist you through this difficult time. Together, you will identify your strengths and goals. Together, you will develop a plan to help you live the life you want to live. Therapists are compassionate and genuine people, and they take a great deal of pride in providing an empathic, non-judgmental approach to all of our clients. So where do I start, you ask? Let's get right to it. Step one, you can find a local therapist in your area by going to psychologytoday.com. There you will enter your location and filter through which type of therapist you want. For instance, if you are struggling with anxiety or depression, you would want to find a therapist that specializes in this issue. There are several tabs to filter through to find the right therapist that meets all of your criteria. Second step, research. Wait a minute, Veronica. I have to start researching things? Yes. Listen, we don't want to put your life in someone's hands that's not qualified. And yes, they're a therapist. And yes, they've gone through a great amount of training. However, we want to make sure we find the therapist that is right for you. 
So looking at the tab titled Types of Therapy can be quite overwhelming. Do a little bit of research to find out which approach best suits you. For example, if you're looking for someone to help you regulate your moods, communicate effectively, build confidence and challenge, or even stop your negative thinking, a therapist who specializes in dialectical behavioral therapy, also known as DBT, or cognitive behavioral therapy, also known as CBT, that therapist would probably best suit you. DBT and CBT are acronyms for evidence-based therapeutic approaches. These are important as the therapist will use these modalities to teach you healthy coping skills. Although all therapists have gone through rigorous training and what feels like lifelong education, we all don't have the same training, so it's important to identify what your clinicians are trained in. A lot of us have gone through our bachelor's degree and then our master's degree. Most, All of us have to have a master's degree. All of us have to have a graduate degree. Some take it that extra mile and go after their PsyD. We have different specialties. So you'll have a licensed marriage and family therapist. You'll have a licensed social worker, right? And then you'll also have what's called a licensed professional clinical counselor. And although we all have graduate degrees, meaning we've all received our master's, it doesn't mean that all of us have been trained in your specific area. And so if you're struggling with depression, you want somebody that's trained in depression. What does that mean, Veronica? Well, although we've taken classes on depression in grad school, to specialize in it, you'd actually have to do a lot of training in that field. So training with somebody, you know, under a supervisor who is an expert in depression. So this therapist has been trained by a supervisor who specialized in depression and they themselves through that training have also gotten a specialty certification, gone through whatever training to go ahead and work with individuals struggling with depression. Same thing with anxiety, same thing with couples therapy. Although we've all gone to school, we'd ha- we all have to go outside of it and get training to specialize in specific areas. And so for me, in order for me to work with couples, I had to have specific training. In order for me to work with women, I've had to have specific training. So I'll give you a little bit um, of a background of my training just to give you an idea of what, what you want to look for. So with my training... I worked for a hospital. I worked for a hospital for about five plus years, and it was what's called a partial hospitalization program and an intensive outpatient program. So there I seen a whole lot, people struggling with bipolar, mood disorders, people struggling with addiction, teens, people struggle, teens struggling with anxiety, teens struggling with um, depression. I worked with women. I worked with men. I did a lot of intensive training on different mental health issues because that was really important to me. I knew once I got into this field that I wanted to make sure I can actually help people, but I had to have that training. In addition to that, I also worked for a group private practice, and it was there that I got more intense training working with couples, 
you know, really helping clients go in depth, you know, going into childhood trauma, going into childhood issues. That is where I got more training. And so I not only worked at the partial hospitalization program and the intensive outpatient program where it was intense, right? Because you have people that are partially hospitalized, but I also was able to go ahead and get training in that group private practice setting. So although these clients might not be so severe, I was still able to get that training from a licensed clinician. And I got both trainings in both settings. So I was able at the hospital to get not only, not only was I supervised under one clinician that was licensed, it was several. And they all had specialized in different modalities with different populations. And so I literally immersed myself in getting as much training as possible. And even going a little overboard, you know, you, you, you're, for for clinicians for license or to be a licensed marriage and family therapist to even get on the board you have to have about 3000 clinical hours and that's broken into and that's a whole another topic that I'll get into later but you have to have 3000 hours well what i did was i stayed at the hospital and the group practiced even longer and so i ended up working there longer instead of taking a break because again i wanted to make sure i knew what i was doing um and if i'm sitting across from you that I'd be able to help you. And so that's what we're looking for when I say, you know, you want to make sure that this, this therapist is trained in the modality that fits your need. Step three, this one's a big one. Decide whether or not you will need to have treatment covered by a therapist. This can be a bit tricky. If you are able to cover this out of pocket or you have what's called a PPO insurance, you have the ability to pick whomever you want as your provider. Your therapist will provide you with what's called a super bill. So a super bill has, it's basically an invoice. It's like a receipt and it has um, all of the information your insurance company needs to go ahead and input it into the system and then provide you with whatever reimbursement there is. So it'd be best for you to contact your insurance company to find out what the reimbursement percentage rate is. Some insurance companies cover a good percentage of the rate. You will find that highly sought after clinicians do not take insurance. The reason for this may be due to the therapist not wanting their treatments with their client to be dictated by an insurance company. There is a lot more freedom for the therapist to take a deeper dive into your life when they aren't regulated by an insurance company. Many individuals choose not to go through insurance in order to maintain the highest degree of flexibility and privacy over their treatment. Insurance companies, so let's say if you you have like an HMO, insurance companies require that a clinician provides a diagnosis and that the insurance company has access to our sessions, which is not always ideal for every client. So if you have what's called a PPO, a private insurance, you all you may also want to ask these questions. And these questions are really important. So go ahead and grab a pen and paper and write this down. First question you weren't going to want to ask your PPO insurance company. How much does my plan cover for an out-of-network provider? Next question, do I need approval from my primary physician? How many sessions does my plan cover per calendar year? 
Another one would be, what is my deductible and has it been met? For those that have an HMO, you will need to find a therapist that is paneled with your insurance company, which means that they are contracted with your insurance company. And so although let's say they may, char- they may charge, you know, their rate might be, let's say like 150, right? Well, although they may charge, their rate might be 150, they can only charge your copay, right? Unless you haven't met that deductible. And then they, so let's say your copay is $30, right? So they can only charge you that $30 and then they might only be able to charge the insurance company another, let's say $80, right? So all in all, although their rate is 130 or 150, maybe they're only getting reimbursed maybe 110. I'm not exactly sure what the math is, but just to give you an idea. So you want to make sure that you have an idea of, do I want to go in and do private pay or with my PPO insurance, or do I need to seek a clinician that takes my insurance? The other thing to think about um, with regards to HMO, PPO, whatever, for the most part, depending on where you're at with your symptoms, you are going to go to this clinician weekly. Usually, you might be week to week for about four to six months, if not more, depending on where you're at, where your symptoms are at, and how they're interfering with your daily functioning. So I say this just because I know finances are a really big thing right now. So you want to make really, really sure that the price you're willing to pay is something that's comfortable for you and you're able to do it on a weekly basis. Um, it is better not to go in bi-weekly off the bat because if it's taken you this long to go in and see a therapist, then you might as well get all of the benefits from seeing the therapist. Usually when a client will try to see me bi-weekly, The problem with that is there's so much that comes in between our sessions that has happened to you during that time that me being able to go ahead and really provide you with skills and allow you to process, that hour is not enough time. And so I like to see my clients weekly so that they're able to process through maybe what's happened, how they were triggered, any past memories. We're going to take a deep dive. So we're going all the way to your childhood. And you might be left with a whole lot of feelings about that. And like I mentioned earlier, memories from your past might pop up. And if those memories pop up, you want to ensure that you're able to see me that within that week so that we can process through it and your symptoms don't become more debilitating. That is very important for a lot of people to understand. And don't get me wrong, I know, Veronica, but that's going to cost a lot of money if I see you every single week. Yeah, I get it. However, you have waited this long to come in. Now I got to really, really pull up my sleeves and help you. And the only way I can do my job and help you is if I see you consistently because there's a whole hell of a lot of skills that I'm going to teach you. We're going to process through a lot of your trauma and your past pains. 
and you coming in to go ahead and tell me how your week's been, it's not that I don't care. That's going to be a part of it, but that's not going to be all of it. Like I said, we're taking a deep dive into where it all started and how long really have you been struggling with this issue. And so be prepared to go ahead and see your clinician once a week. Now, another thing to keep in mind, if you are struggling with suicide thoughts, if you're, if you're struggling with suicidal thoughts, if you are struggling with self-harm, if your anxiety um, has kept you indoors, if your depression is to the point where it's really, really hard for you to feel motivated and get out of your house your clinician will either recommend two times a week or a higher level of care. And we'll get into that later. I will record another episode based on, okay, now, you know, what to expect on my first session. I'll definitely cover that. So let's now go to step four. Okay. So now that you've filtered through all of the tabs, right, and you've identified whether or not you're going to take an insurance you know, what modality you're looking into. Do you want somebody DBT, CBT, EMDR, what have you, right? And then what are my current issues? Is it anger? Is it anxiety? Is it depression? Again, go through all of the tabs and really narrow down what exactly is happening for you so that that website can provide you with a list of therapists that meet your criteria, Okay. So after you've done all of that, now what I want you to do is I want you to read their bios. As you're reading their bios and looking at their pictures, does this person sound like someone you would like to meet and talk to? Do you find some of the things you struggle with are described in their bios? What is their background? Is that in their bio? Who are they? You know, what... What do they treat? They might even have why they became a clinician. Oftentimes, you'll find therapists will have their, um, not only their bio, but they'll also have their website right there. And so I would definitely hit, you know, I would definitely click on their website just to get a better feel for who this person is. And again, I want as much information as possible because it's already going to be nerve-wracking to pick up that phone, right? And I want to make sure I have all of the information ready so that when I actually draw up the courage to make that call, I am prepared for that call. So on their about section, You're looking at their clinical experience, right? That's listed on there. You're looking at their specialties, their issues that they treat, and then about them, right? Again, is this somebody you want to work with? The age demographics, the client focus, is that something? You know, does that fit your age? Another thing, you know, what are the mental health issues that they they also treat, Their cost will also be listed on there. That's going to be very important as well. And the types of payments that they'll receive. Another beautiful thing that I really like about this website is that they'll have their years in practice. So how long they've been practicing for, where they're licensed. That's another big thing, where they're licensed. 
and um, the school they went to and even the year they graduated. So again, a whole bunch of information. There's photos. Just so you get a clear idea of, okay, who this person is. I know looking for the right therapist can be challenging. However, feeling overwhelmed and disconnected is even harder. Life is filled with several twists and turns, some more severe than others. We do our best to handle them as they come and find ourselves at a loss, not knowing what to do or who to turn to. The clinicians here at Outside the Norm Counseling are here to help. We are here to assist you through this time of need. Together, we will identify your strengths and goals and teach you healthy coping skills. Together, we will develop a plan to help you live the life you want to live. Our team is compassionate, genuine, and we take a great deal of pride in providing an empathetic, non-judgmental approach to all of our clients. It's time. You've waited long enough, whether it be for you, your child, or if you're in need of a couple session. We are highly trained clinicians ready to guide you. Schedule an appointment now by calling 951-395-3288. Again, that number is 951-395-3288. We're looking forward to meeting you and being a part of your journey. All right. So if you like them, here's what I want you to do. I want you to create a list of a minimum. Yeah, you heard me. A minimum of five therapists to call. I can already hear you complaining. Veronica, you want me to call five therapists? Are you crazy? No, I'm not. I want you to, yes, I want you to call five therapists. Why do I want you to call five therapists? Because a good amount of us are booked. We're booked. It's the holiday season. This is when, like I said earlier, this is when a lot of people struggle. So we want to get an idea of, okay, so a lot of people are struggling during this time. And although I might fall in love with one therapist, right? Love with their, um, their bios, you know, what they have to say, all of that information. I want to make sure that I keep my options open just in case one, they're not, they're, they're at max and they're not accepting any clients. Two, maybe I don't really like them on the phone. And although I read their bio and did all the research, maybe we didn't connect. Um, or three, you know, I totally spaced it with three. Um, the third thing might be that, you know, you have to wait. You probably want to see uh, the therapist this week, but they don't have an opening for another three weeks. This is why I want you to have a minimum of five therapists to call. And I want you to call all of them. Call them all. And if you went through these five, guess what I'm going to tell you? I'm going to tell you to go through another five. It is very, very important. Remember, this is your life we're talking about. All right, the fifth step, the last step, the call. When you start making phone calls, make sure you have a list of questions ready. I know it's uncomfortable talking to someone new. I've provided questions for you to ask the therapist. So let me go ahead and give you a couple questions to ask. Yes, if you didn't grab that pen already, I'm telling you, you're going to want to write this down. All right, so the first question, 
I want you to ask them if they are licensed or if they're an associate. Let me tell you the difference. The difference is someone who is licensed has passed the licensure exam and is cleared to see clients without supervision. If they're an associate, they have not, remember those 3,000 hours I was talking about earlier, those 3,000 hours of training? More than likely, and it, it differs for um, licensed social or for social workers, for marriage and family therapists, and for professional counselors. The, the amount of hours differ. But if they're an associate, what that means is they haven't met all, they haven't met or reached all of their hours. They are not licensed and they are working under the supervision, right? They are, they're working under a, a licensed clinician who is their supervisor and they will meet with their supervisor, depending on how many clients they have, one to two times a week. They cannot see clients without a supervisor assigned to them. And their supervisor will be listed in their paperwork. And you might also want to go ahead and ask who their supervisor is. Now, let's say you're struggling with depression and anxiety, right? And then you look up their supervisor and you're, you know, a 34-year-old, right? You look up their supervisor, and their supervisor only has training in child therapy, right? You don't see anything for depression. You don't see anything for anxiety. That's going to be a problem because they're being supervised by somebody who does not have the experience themselves. Now do you see why research is so important, right? So you want to make sure... If they are an associate, usually with associates, they will be at a cheaper rate than a licensed clinician. And that's just for obvious reasons. So if they are an associate, ask them who their supervisor is. Um, and from there, you can go ahead and either ask them or research their supervisor just so you get an idea of what, um, what they're skilled in and what training they've gotten. The next question Ask them about their training and educational background. Ask them to explain their training if it's unclear to you. That is very, very important. So you reading a book, right? If your clinician's like, well, you know, I did, I did um, training on addiction in my grad program. Um, wrong answer. That's awesome. High five. But what training did you do outside of your grad program? Well, you know, I, I didn't do any. Um, okay, thank you so much. How are you going to help me with my addiction if you've never done training outside of grad school on addiction? There's no possible way, again, unless they've had either certification or they've had super tra supervised training in that field. Um, for myself, I used to um, assist in running a um, dual diagnosis track. And what that means is, not only did they have a addiction, but they also had a mental health issue. And so I worked under a supervisor who trained me to go ahead and see those clients and, and see those patients at the time. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for somebody who has that intense training, not they read a book. It was maybe, you know, a two hour seminar and that's as far as they go. No, no, no. You want to make sure that they've worked with these clients because they'll be able to help you. All right. We don't want to be an experiment. That's not where we're at today. All right. So the other thing, 
What is their specialty and how much experience do they have working with people who have issues similar to yours? This is where you would share with them your current struggles and symptoms. She would let them know, listen, I'm having trouble sleeping. You know, I have trouble falling asleep, staying asleep. And, you know, it's just I'm up, you know, for the majority of the day. I get about two hours of sleep. Um, I really struggle with relationships. My anxiety is through the roof. Or I don't know if I have anxiety. I just experience a great amount of stress throughout the day. Or I just have this loss of motivation. I'm I'm not who I once was and my relationship suffers. Or me and my partner at the limit where we're at the point where the D word, divorce, you know, is floating around. And he said it once, I said it once. You know, we just really need healthy coping skills or we just really need to connect or I really need to heal and mend my marriage, right? Whatever struggles or symptoms you are experiencing, you want to let your therapist know then and you want to get a good idea of what their specialty is and how much experience they have working with that population. Again, we're not an experimental project. We're not. So you want to make sure that this person is clear, concise, and is able to go ahead and give you this information. If not, we nicely get off that phone and we start making other phone calls, okay? Next question, what is their therapeutic orientation? What is their preferred therapeutic orientation? And this is what I talked about earlier, you know, dialectical behavioral therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, EMDR. There are several Several different modalities, right? Several different modalities. We want to find out what theirs is. And again, how much training do they have? This is where you're identifying what types of therapy. Is it trauma-focused? Is it family and marital? Um, Is it attachment-based, psychodynamic, um, emotionally-focused, acceptment and commitment, play therapy, You have Christian counseling, internal family systems, somatics, psychoanalytic, hypnotherapy, right? So there are several forms of of therapy. And this is where um, you might want to go ahead and Google, you know, um, what therapeutic approach is best for depression, which therapeutic, you know, which type of therapy is best for teens and anxiety, what therapeutic approach is best for, you know, um, couples counseling. That one I'm going to say um, Gottman, but that's just because I'm a little biased. Absolutely love them. Um, and I'm thankful I had that training. But we're looking for that. Um, remember, we went over all of this earlier, but I want you, this is where research, all that research comes in. So when they start talking to you about their therapeutic orientation and what type of therapy they provide, you'll have that knowledge already versus the minute they say one thing that often happens. And I have to just quickly say this one thing that often happens with clinicians. And I've done this early on in the years, not anymore, but before, Oh my God, I was totally guilty of this. But like, I remember talking to clients over the phone and it's like, Oh yeah, you know, CBT, DBT, a mix of psychodynamic, you know, and I remember them going, um, Oh, that, okay. Okay. And then, you know, they just went on to another, another topic and it was like, well, hold on, let me go ahead and explain what this is. And they were like, oh my gosh, I didn't know what that meant. I thought I was supposed to know what that meant. And it's like, no, no, no. So a lot of therapists speak that lingo, right? That therapeutic clinical lingo. 
And so this is one of the reasons why I want to make sure you're armed with the right information, okay? So again, you know, go on Google, find out what is the best therapeutic approach for anxiety, what's the best therapeutic approach for depression, couples, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is, go ahead and type it in. Next question, ask how this intervention would be effective for your issues or symptoms. So let me give you an example. Okay, so you mentioned, let's say I was talking to a therapist. So you mentioned you're trained in dialectical behavioral therapy. You know, you've, you've had training in it. Okay, awesome. How is that going to help me? Well, you mentioned you struggled with um, impulses and urges. You also mentioned that you struggle with being able to set boundaries and communicate effectively. Another thing you talked about was being able to build up that confidence and self-regulate and even self-validate so you can feel better and you can feel confident. Dialectical behavioral therapy has different modules. So it's different lessons that will provide you with ways, coping skills, on how to not be impulsive and act on urges. So what we're going to do is we're going to control. I'm going to help you control your emotions. Another module with DBT is interpersonal effectiveness. And all that is, is being able to communicate effectively, being able to set boundaries, being able to understand the power of no, being able to express what you're currently experiencing and not only validate others, but more importantly, validate yourself. Do you see how I just explained that? That's what you want from a therapist. Is that if the therapist isn't willing to do it, bye. Girl, bye. I don't have time for you. All right. I really need somebody that's willing to go ahead and take it this step so I really understand what I'm getting into. Otherwise, I'm a deer in headlights and I don't know what's going on. And that's not what I want for you guys. I want to make sure you guys are well equipped so when you make these phone calls, you are armed with this knowledge, all right? The last question, ask them about their rates and if they're willing to provide a sliding scale, okay? So if you're paying out of pocket, yeah, hell yeah, ask them what their rate is, you know? And then is that something you're comfortable with? Remember, we're, poss- we're more than likely going to see this clinician once a week. So is their amount something that you're able to afford, right? And it's not something you're stressing over. If you're not, if you're not able to afford that, that is okay. Ask them if they provide a sliding scale. Some clinicians provide a sliding scale. Some do not. Just like I said, some provide, some take insurance, some do not. But really getting that upfront answer of what their clinical rate is going to be very important because that's also going to help you make the decision. Once you're done completing all of the calls, right? So, but at this point, you've already called five people and you like loved three. Now you're going to determine which one fits your needs best and schedule an appointment. And if you want to, you can schedule, if you felt, if you're like, dude, these three are it. I felt comfortable. You know, I was really thankful that each one of them answered questions, you know, and really took time with me. Go to your first session. If you want to book three, book three and then pick your favorite ones. If you're like, oh, that's too overwhelming. I'm good with this one. That's cool too. I know this entire process can seem a bit uncomfortable. Remember, you are taking the necessary steps to pursue the life you want to live.
Okay. And that is so important. That is so important. I am so glad I got to record this episode because I can't tell you how many times I answer this question. I answer this question all the time. And I was able to record this episode and give you so much more information. So I'm super excited, super excited for you. You are now on this journey, on this path of self-discovery and true healing, true, true healing. All right, mama, enjoy the holidays. Thanksgiving is, oh my gosh, Thanksgiving is this week. Oh my gosh, I'm not even ready. I'm not even ready. And I know most of you probably aren't ready because we're still in like 2020, it feels like. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself and be intentional on that day. All right, mamas, until next time. Bye. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. And guess what? It's 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy-to-use strategies to apply right now. That's right, right now, today. You all know I'm a huge advocate for you mamas, and I am on a mission to help you experience true connection and stress-free living. Ladies, we are setting our marriages up for success. It starts with you. You will find this freebie here in my show notes or go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash guide. The information I will be providing you is next level and people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend who needs it. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking. 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind Podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind Podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.
I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addictive Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addictive Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. 
Subscribe to Two Sober Girls podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.